Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Welcome everybody to Healing Journey. It's Healing Journey Sunday. It's Healing it's it's Sunday. Healing Sunday. It's Healing Sunday. <laughs> A healing journeys Amen. with Herman and Raquel. We are so excited. I, I'm telling you what, I don't know if you guys have been meditating on this past message that we taught last Sunday called Have Faith in God. I hope you have been meditating on it because I have, and I am excited about it. Amen. <laughs> I was just telling Raquel, I was like, you know, there's a couple of things that you need to have settled in your heart right to really be an effective member of the body of christ and yes. and, and one is that god loves you amen you yeah. can't go deep enough in how much he loves you and you can't go deep enough in having faith in god if amen. you don't have faith in god what are you doing period yeah what are you as doing as a believer as a human being like what yeah what are you what are you doing why who, who are you yeah you know who are you if you especially if you are a person that believes that that Jesus died for your sins you know i expect a person in the world to just be wandering out there yeah but there are believers who are wandering Mm -hmm. There are believers who are clueless as to just what this is. They don't get any of it. And we have to fundamentally know that God loves us. Like you said, as number one, that mm -hmm. really is number one. Yeah. If you don't know that God loves you, none of this have faith in God, none of the righteousness of God, none of the anything a detailed or you won't believe that he's detail oriented, that he cares about the things that are that you are deeply concerned with. You won't believe yeah. that. You won't believe that you're righteous. You'll always walk around condemned. And you definitely this right here that we're talking about, you definitely won't have faith right. in him. So listen, uh, we were just talking about how uh, Brother Copeland and Brother Hagen, yeah. they built their whole the building. <laughs> if you if you if you looked at the building, it probably right. got Mark 11, 23, 24 <laughs> on there. Well, guess what? Yeah. We we just getting started on this half faith in God. I'm telling you, it's so so fundamental. It's so fundamental, and it's so mm, just on the inside of me that we have to get this. And I'm telling you, the more of this revelation that yes. you get, the more energized you're going to be, yep. the more confident you're going to be. You're going to realize that you're healed because God is faithful. Yep. You're going to realize that you can see because he's faithful. Yep. You're going to realize that I was just driving the car this morning, going to get you some coffee. I was like, Lord, thank you for this car because you're faithful. Amen. Thank you that I got money to buy the coffee. Yes. Because you're faithful. Thank you. I got <laughs> hands to hold on to the steering wheel because you're faithful. Yes. Lord, the sun is shining through the windshield because, because you're faithful. faithful. Lord, everything yes. is because he is faithful yes. to his word. Yes. He is faithful. Yes. To and he only has to say it one time. Amen. So I don't care yeah. what you're going through. He's faithful to his word. <laughs> Amen. And guess what? That is the Praise foundation God. of your faith. That is what allows you to speak to mountains yes. and speak to stuff 
to mountains that aren't even there. You're just declaring victory uh, right. before. A, so a mountain won't even show up. Amen. Amen. It's better to not even have a mountain that's true. than to have to cast a mountain. That's, so that's you, true. you get to declare the word of God over your life because he is faithful. Amen. Oh, I'm telling man. you, I'm pumped up about that. Yeah. Mark eleven twenty two. Mark eleven twenty two. Open your Bibles. Open your and again, you guys follow along, please. Please follow along. Sometimes we just throw scriptures out there, but when we want you guys to look at it, yes. look at it. Look at the word yes. as often as you can. Mark eleven twenty two. So look, this is Jesus and Peter and the boys. <laughs> the game. <laughs> Jesus and his background dancers, right? <laughs> Jesus, his backup, yeah, Jesus his was the lead there. singer and he was the, <laughs> <laughs> right? So look, they are, they, they have walked by a fig tree. Jesus believed there should have been figs on this fig tree because that's what the fig tree was saying, but found out that the fig tree was lying and Jesus cursed it. And so this is the next morning and they're walking by this fig tree Amen. and Jesus don't even care about the fig tree. He's not even paying attention to the fig tree. Amen. But who is? Peter. Mr. Peter. Faithful Peter. Mr. Peter. <laughs> He's faithful. Oh, to... <laughs> my goodness. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Did you see that? Now, Je now Peter didn't see other miracles already. Right. But here he's going, right. to, oh, my Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Look at that fig tree that you cursed. Yeah. It's dried up from the roots. Yeah, he was stunned. Can, can you believe it, Jesus? That's probably what he said. Can you believe it? Right. That was the tone that he was saying it in. So, so, so Jesus was responding to that part, to that tone. Yes. That you know, we're we're not able to read the Bible with the inflections right. of how things were said, but just think about it. Jesus, he's stunned. The fig tree which you cursed actually actually obeyed you. It actually did what you said. Yeah. Like Jesus never thought that it, it hadn't been yes. dried up. Yeah. You know, when Jesus says something, he just believes it's done. Right. You and, know, there and, was and move and moves on because it, mm -hmm. it it's because he has confidence in everything that Jesus did in, in this earth realm, he was commissioned by the father to do. Right. He only did those things that the father told him to, to do. He only said those things that the father told him to say. So, so guess what? When, when, when he spoke to that fig tree, I believe that the father told him to say, curse that fig tree, yeah. curse that fig tree. So the thing is, is that the father Jesus has confidence in the Father. Jesus has confidence that when he speaks to something, mm -hmm. that it's done. It's all done. of heaven is backing his confession. Yeah. That the Father and all of heaven is backing his confession. So he doesn't have to do a double take on whether or not what he has spoken will come to pass. He speaks and he moves on. And he doesn't come <laughs> back to verify. Mm -hmm. He doesn't come back to 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 uh, to verify, to collect the evidence, to show the proof of the fact that it's working. Mm -hmm. He moves on with the confidence that what he has spoken will come to pass because he has confidence in the one 
yeah. who told him to speak it in the first place and the but one that, who's backing it. That exposes where your confidence is in. Mm -hmm. See, as a believer, you ought to be more confident when you declare a thing yes. in faith. Amen. You ought to be excited at that moment. But we tend to be more excited when we actually see it right. with our eyeballs because we're so carnal. Right. That, oh, because do you we don't really believe it right. until we see it. Right. And this is the thing. We ought to be more excited when you declare something That's that good. you can't see. Mm -hmm. When you declare something in faith, you ought to be excited. Yes. In that moment. Yes. You know, but we, we, we do it like like a police officer says, stop. Right. Right. And and the and the car stops. Right. And we say, oh, my goodness. It stopped. Oh, my goodness. It stopped. <laughs> That's he, good. Jesus, did you see that? He, the car actually stopped and you told right. him to stop. Right. Oh, my. I can't believe it. Right. The, exactly. You mm -hmm. couldn't believe it until you saw it. Right. That's the same thing Jesus talked to Dalton Thomas about. Mm -hmm. He was like, Lord, let me let me see your hands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let me see your hands, Jesus. <laughs> let me put put my let me let you put your hand in my side. <laughs> I just had a spear shoved up in my side. And you want to put your old nasty, dirty hands in my side? Just so you could believe. Well, guess what? You don't believe anything right. when you see it. You know it. Right. Yeah. You don't need this faith. Thing, this thing is about believing. Mm -hmm. Not knowing. Right. Believing. Right. So you ought to be excited. Man, You when you get something in your heart yeah. and you step out in faith on that yes. thing. Right? You ought to be excited when you speak to this mountain. Yes. Like, well, let me let me go back here. Jesus. So Peter calls out, and says, remember, remembrance saith unto him, master, behold, the fig tree, which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering unto him, this is the answer. Right. Forget about 23 and 24. Forget about speaking to mountains. This is his answer to why this fig tree dried up. Have faith in God. Yes. Have faith in God. Yes. It's not about what you do. Yeah. It's not about what you say. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, but we, we, we real concerned about what we say. But you're right. The answer, you know, it says in Jesus answering, yes, he was answering Peter, but he was also stating the answer. He was also stating the answer. The answer, as we've mentioned before on Rain Life, our daily broadcast, you said the answer really to all of this is have faith in God. Right. In everything. Right. Have faith in God. So it seems like Jesus is just saying this, this like, okay, have faith in God. What does this have to do with you speaking? Of, you know, I just said he spoke to the fig tree and it, and it you know, withered away. Mm hmm and Jesus comes back with half faith in God. And again, Jesus was speaking at, he was stripping all <laughs> the fluff away. He was looking past Peter's amazement of the mm -hmm. fig tree. He was looking past the actual fig tree. Right. And he was looking at the heart of the matter, which was that you would not be, in, I think we said it last week, you would not be amazed at the word of God working if you actually had faith in God. Mm -hmm. Peter was amazed that Jesus's words actually came to pass. Right. But when you realize that God and his word is one, mm -hmm. 
then when his <laughs> word comes to pass, it's like you're it's like you're it's like it was dawning on Peter that God actually was faithful to come to pass. Right. God and his word is one. If God's word fails, then he fails. Right. So when Jesus speaks the word of God, the God behind the word Mm-hmm. is what is it, it, what is what's standing behind and what's backing that word. Yeah. So when we speak the word in faith, mm-hmm. when we first have faith in God and speak the word, that is what enabled us. And we talked about this a little bit last week, but that's what enables us in Mark eleven twenty three 23 to say unto the mountain. Mm-hmm. We are not in a position, you guys, to say unto anything. Uh, to say unto a mountain, to say unto cancer, to say unto that symptom, to say unto lack, to say unto that bad marriage, to say unto those wayward children. We're not in a position to say unto any mountain in our lives anything mm-hmm. if we don't first understand the authority that is first backing. I was just telling Herman before we did the broadcast that if you think about authority, when we heard about authority, we thought we've got the authority, you know. There were people that just from a religious standpoint, just kind of went to church and didn't understand that they had any authority. It was just this whole, you know, whatever will be, will be type thing. God Mm -hmm. is sovereign. If he wants that person dead, they'll die. If he wants them alive, they'll live. We didn't understand as as a body of Christ what authority was. Then we started hearing about authority. I believe the Lord did give Kenneth Hagin a powerful revelation. And we have a lot of New Testament ministers now who understand the New Testament, we understand, you know, Andrew Walmack helped to illuminate a lot of things in our lives concerning the grace of God, the provision of God. But when we as believers heard that we had authority, we got excited. We got excited to hear that we had authority. But when you think about the word authority, authority is always backed by something. In other words, a person has authority. They have been authorized. Mm-hmm. And the authorizing person mm-hmm. is the one really with the authority and the person who you could say is, is operating with the delegated authority. We're like the ones with delegated authority. Right. When we heard that we could speak to something, we got all excited. Yeah. But we forgot that it's like a police officer standing in front of traffic and putting his hand up and saying, halt. Well, he physically in and of himself has no physical authority to stop those cars, but he has the city backing him. Mm -hmm. The city is really the authority. That gun in his holster is really the authority. He himself, we say the officer has the authority, but the officer doesn't really have the physical power to do anything. It's who is backing him that we're responding to who is really backing that officer. You know what though? When when a police officer let a police officer go out in the street without his uniform on, <laughs> right? Let him That's try to good. stop some traffic. That's a great example. Let him try to stop some traffic with his with his Levi's on, <laughs> huh? And his Hanes t-shirt. <laughs> let him go out there. Do you know who I am? <laughs> in the name of Levi and Hanes t-shirt. Let me tell right. you something. That's good. Let me tell you something. That's good. See, if he stood out there without the symbol yes. of his authority. Oh, that's good. Then he doesn't have any authority. Right. If the people don't follow your command, right. you, <laughs> you ain't don't no have authority. any authority. And the people only follow the command of the officer because like you said, he's wearing 
he's he's dressed according right. to the fact that he's been authorized. Right. So it's, we respond to that to that authorization. Correct. We know what that means. Yeah. It's not the man himself, whoever no, the man or the, the woman suit. is. Right. It's what he's dressed in. Amen. And see, we stand out in the middle of traffic and we're speaking to mountains. Halt. Halt. Go. Jump into the seat. Do this and that. Do that. You that's don't good. have your uniform on. Mm. You don't have faith in God. Yeah. That the is the uniform. Yes. I have faith in God. Yes. And so now when I speak to a mountain, it must obey. See, the mountain has to identify the authority oh, that you're speaking from. I hope y'all say that again. The mountain has to identify your authority. Mm. And if he doesn't identify your authority, he's, you know what? That's I saw, good. I can't, that is really good. you know, there's how many Dracula movies have there been made? So many Dracula. <laughs> right? But I watched this Dracula movie one time and, and the guy was afraid, right? He was like, oh no, Dracula was in the room with him. He was like, he, he was looking around. What can I do with the cross? He, he found the cross. He put up the cross. You're like, and Dracula looked at him and said, you got to have faith. <laughs> you got to believe. No, he said, he said, you got to believe that. <laughs> and guess what? He got devoured. <laughs> yeah. He got devoured. Yeah. Even Dracula knew that he had to have yeah. some belief in the authority well, in that Think cross. about it. Even when those demons whipped on whipped on um, the sons of Sceva. Yeah. And they were like. We cast you out in the name that Paul preaches. Preaches whatever that is. Yeah. We just that name, and they were like, "Uh, Paul, we know. Uh, but who are you? Yeah, because you are not authorized. You're not authorized. And, and, it, 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 and that is so good. What Herman said that the mountain that we have been speaking to and speaking to, and the mountain's been looking at us like, who are you? Because yeah. the mountain has not recognized the authority. The authority really is in God himself. Right. And we are supposed to be having faith in God. And if it's not faith in God, it's going to be faith in our confession. Right. We're going to have faith in something. And obviously if we're confessing and confessing and confessing, but we don't have faith in God, then our faith must be in that act of confession. Right. And the mountain is not going to move if unless it sees, like you said, the authority. And we have so we have to stand in the actual authority that we have. We can't stand in our own authority. And that's the equivalent of confessing to some confessing. Mm -hmm. To a mountain, and like you said, we just out there in our in our sweatsuit and right. our Levi's and yeah. our you know five hundred ones or whatever it is that we're out there in, right? And we're expecting that thing to respond, but we are not. We are not. Uh, no, but, the, but see, you get you get you get worn out and frustrated. Yes, speaking yeah. to mountains. Yeah. Speaking to these situations and they seem to just be ignoring you. Because you don't they don't identify yes. the authority from which you speak. Yeah. Because you're not speaking out of what it identifies as, as authority. authority. Oh, that's good. It doesn't care that's about good. what you think you're in. I hope y'all are it's, hearing that. Does this demon right <laughs> identify these words coming out of my mouth? As the author, the the words of authority mm -hmm. is 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 that Jesus speaking? Right. Is that God speaking? Because that's the only thing 
that I know that has authority over me. And if you don't know that, if you are out there talking the mountains and you don't have faith in God, which is what gives you the right, gives you yes. the backing to speak to mountains, you will get worn out because ain't nothing going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. And you know what? The devil doesn't even have to come at you at that point. <laughs> you yourself have have spun yourself into a web yeah. that you can't get out of because now your hope is lost. The yeah. Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. That, only, that doesn't even have anything to do with the enemy. The enemy doesn't even have to come and try to condemn you on that. No. The enemy, you just have missed the key to making this whole thing work. And because you have tried to, to build this thing mm -hmm. on, a, on a broken foundation, you didn't first have faith in God, but now you are trying to speak to mountains. Now you're trying to build this thing. Now you're trying, you know, you're speaking in tongues, you're speaking to the mountain, you're reading the word, you're confessing your scriptures, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing that. You're trying to build this thing. You're trying to make this thing happen. And you missed step number one. I've likened it to going around home plate and making a home run and you miss first base. You miss first base yeah. that you're out. It doesn't count. Who cares that you went around? Who cares that you were faster? Who cares that whatever? You miss first base. And many of us have missed the first base of Mark 11, 22. We've gotten caught up in speaking to the mountain. Because you were looking for something to do. You were looking for something instead to of do. Just, instead, of looking, instead of looking for believing God yes. as your something to do, you went straight to the, ooh, let me speak. I'm speaking to yeah, the mountain. I can, ooh, I, can mountain. I can do that. I can do that. I can speak to the mountain. Yes. I can, and I'm and what I'm telling you is that we all were doing it. Yes. I, and I'm not saying that what we were told wasn't true. We should be speaking right. to mountains. We just have to know in whose authority and why we get to speak to mountains. Right. Because if we don't have faith in God, who do you have faith in? Right. The fact that you're speaking, that is what we've had faith in. You. You have you, faith in you. What you were doing, I have faith. That I speak, I speak a hundred verses. Right. Every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. I don't miss a day. And I take communion every day. Yeah. And I and I do all these things. You do all these things. You have faith in what you're doing. Your faith, you have faith in your faithfulness. Yes. So it's, you you're having faith in how faithful you've been. Yeah. Or your faithfulness. And so you're having you you have put the strength of this whole thing mm -hmm. in whether or not you are faithful to speak these things. Right. And then you, and then you turn around and you say, God, I've been faithful to your word. I've done that. You haven't been faithful to your word. I am more faithful to, to your word than you are, Lord. Yes. Cut that out. Yeah. You know what? The thing is that we have to know you, you got to put your uniform on. Yes. So all of the demonic activity yeah. knows who you are representing right. in that moment. Right. When you say cancer, dry up and die, right. guess what? Cancer has to know that you have the authority Amen. over it or it won't, it won't obey. You'll Amen. tell it to stop. Just like I said, police officer says stop and the cars just keeps <laughs> whizzing by. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, you can get frustrated. Yeah. That Absolutely. cop will get tired of telling Absolutely. these cars to stop and, and, and you know, halt. And, you Absolutely. know, it's frustrating because you don't see any results Absolutely. from your 
effort. Right. Again, this isn't about your effort. See, nope. you minus God are a zero. With the rim knocked off. Yep. So nothing. <laughs> you minus God is nothing. Yeah. You plus having faith in God. Yep. Everything. Is everything. So that you plus having faith in God is verse 23. Mm-hmm. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. And again, the for verily, for those of you that don't know, that means truly, for truly. Mm-hmm. Have faith in God for truly. It's one complete thought. Two different verses, but it's one complete thought. The for truly part and everything that comes after that doesn't come if it's not first predicated upon you yeah. having faith He's in God. He's basically just saying, let me tell you what you can do. Based on. Based on you having you faith having in God. Faith in when God. you have faith in God, mm-hmm. this is what you can do. Right. You can speak to a fig tree or you can speak to a mountain or you can speak to right. anything else. And I'm telling you, Jesus was actually talking to a mountain. And guess what? I, no, no. Let me let me say that again. Yeah. Because we get to, we like to we like to uh, you know create all these mountains in our lives. No, Jesus was talking about the darn mountain that they were looking at. He said, "If yeah. you have faith in God, you can speak to the mountain yeah. right over there. You see the big hill. You can speak to that." And it will obey you. He wasn't talking about if you speak to cancer, if you speak to debt right. and life. Because he had just spoken to a physical tree. That's right. That's the context that we have. He had just spoke to a physical tree. So when he says you can say to this mountain, That's right. he didn't go from a physical fig tree to a, to a hypothetical or a figurative mountain. Yes. He was outside. And again, a lot of Jesus's parables and a lot of his accounts centered on things that the that the disciples could actually wrap their head around. He used right. he used things in nature. He used things mm-hmm. in agriculture. He used things that they could understand. I believe he was pointing to a mountain. He said, "Yeah, like you said, I just I just demonstrated to you how you can speak to a physical tree." Okay, now, check. Guess what? If you have faith in God, not only can you speak Amen. to a tree, you can speak to a mountain. Amen. And guess what? If you can speak to a tree and to a mountain, yes, you can speak to to the things that are in opposition right. against you in life. But it what he wasn't talking hypothetically. He was talking about that mountain, that physical Amen. thing that I see. And guess what? The things that you physically see, Amen. the things that you physically experience you have authority over those things. And you know what I want to say about that too? One one last thing I want to say is that if God was only talking about a figurative thing, then that would mean that things that we physically see, we can't speak to. Right. That would only mean that only thing, only things that can't be seen, like my relationship with this other person or, you know, or things that can't be yeah, seen. We could never, we could never speak to that actual tumor. Right. We could never, that's a physical thing that we could see. Right. We could never speak to that skin condition. We can never speak to that physical thing in our knee or that physical thing in our body. We'd have to only use, speak to figurative things. I believe the Lord was trying to communicate something here that no, we could speak to physical, as, as crazy as that may seem, mm-hmm. if you didn't doubt in your heart. And guess what? Most people have doubt in their heart concerning speaking to a physical mountain. That's why we don't see physical mountains moving. But I believe that if we're ever in a position where we needed a physical mountain to move, 
and we actually didn't doubt in our heart, it would move yeah. because Jesus said so. But we have to renew our mind to this and we renew our mind to this type of faith by having faith in God. We mm-hmm. put faith in his ability. Right. We put faith in what he has done. This is confidence in his faithfulness. This is not confidence in our faithfulness. So based on you having faith in God, now you're equipped. And only then are you equipped to speak to a mountain and not doubt in your heart. How else will you speak to a mountain? Now we're talking figuratively or physically. How else will you speak to anything and expect it to move and have zero doubt in your heart unless you have faith in God. A police officer does not think that a person is going to respond to him because of himself. He already knows he's not even going to dare step out in the middle of a street of a busy intersection Mm -hmm. and hold up his hand, not in the uniform, not representing the authority because he knows that we all respond to what we recognize as the authority. Just a person in the street, he'll probably get cursed out and what are you doing? Get out of the road or knocked or, or, you know, or hit or whatever. But seeing a police officer, we just slow down. No questions asked. We may wonder, well, what's going on? But we slow down. No questions asked. The thing is, is that we have to recognize in whose authority are we doing the speaking? If we're, if we are not speaking in the confidence and our faith in God, we have to by default be speaking in our own authority. Uh, You are by default speaking in your own authority. You are by default speaking to the mountain, confessing scriptures, praying, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you are doing in your own authority. And we are by no means saying that those things are not of God or that you shouldn't be doing those things. We are saying that you have to do them from the authority of faith in God. That is where the authority comes in. That is where the strength comes in. You know what? Even when a police officer, as long as a police officer is in uniform, he doesn't even have to say anything. Yes. He's just like, er, stop. He doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to say anything. The the people recognize the uniform. Yes. And they say, okay, I understand. I mean, he is speaking. When he says this, he is saying something. He's saying stop. But what I'm saying, it's the uniform. Right. It's the authority yes. of the badge. Mm-hmm. You have to have that badge on or you don't get to speak to mountains. Yes. Okay. Because like you said, it's not your authority. Mm-hmm. If you're not talking in his authority, mm-hmm. you're speaking from your. Th- and guess what? You ain't got none. Because look, look right here in Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said all power. That's all authority. All mm-hmm. power. And authority has been given unto me in where? In the earth and heaven. I ain't even, you know what? Yes. You not only have power in this earth, you have power in all of heaven. See? But you got to recognize who you are. You ain't you. You died. Amen. That old you died. This new person. That, that made you alive is now one with Christ Jesus and everything, his power, his authority, yes. you know, what, what his, his racetrack set Amen. when he was a kid. I mean, all of his, to- his inheritance is yours. Everything. Yes. You have to have faith 
in God. You have to have faith. When God, when God says, go lay hands on the sick mm -hmm. and they'll recover, guess what? You don't do it because you don't have faith in God. Right. I am talking to myself in moments where I have shied away yeah. from seeing somebody who, guess what? Mm -hmm. but, but it's because I did not have faith in what God said in that moment. Because if I did, I would have done it. Yeah. If you're not doing it, it's because you don't have faith. It's, if he said anything that you can do and you don't do it, it's because you don't have faith in what he said. Right. You have not counted the word faithful. That's what having faith is. That's one of the things that I want to just identify, pause for a second. That is what having faith is, you guys. Having faith in God is not believing that God is God. It's not believing that he loves you. It's not believing that you're going to go to heaven. It's not believing that you're saved. That's part of it. But what we're talking about here is having faith in God and seeing, seeing faith, your faith in operation in this earth realm. Mm -hmm. Being able to see a promise of God in the word of God, you being able to, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, you standing on the word of God and you seeing the result come to pass. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. And we're saying that that faith is activated by you understanding and having a revelation of, of his faithfulness. Yeah. I don't know if I said it last week or if I said it in rain life, but you got to understand that we are all living right now the reality of how we have perceived God to be faithful in our lives. That's, that is it. So we, we're, li we're living out how our perception of God's faithfulness right now. Yes. We may be experiencing more of God's abundant life concerning our finances than we are maybe in our relationships, mm -hmm. maybe in our physical, but we may be experiencing more in our physical bodies than we are in our finances. Right. We may be experiencing, but guess what? We may recognize God's faithfulness more so and we're believing him for more and we're putting our we have faith in him concerning this area of our life mm -hmm. but maybe in this area of our life we're lacking I believe we all have things like that in our lives so I'm not getting on any in one person the Lord has revealed that even in me I have there are certain things that it's easier for me to just readily grab the word on and then there's other areas where I have to just okay you gotta meditate I gotta meditate on it and I gotta <clears throat> I have to persuade my heart. I have to meditate on the faithfulness. And I just have to declare God's faithfulness because in that area, I'm not living according to what God has called me to. I'm not living the abundant life, maybe in that, in that mm -hmm. particular area. Yeah. So the thing is, is that we are all living the revelation of God's faithful, of our, of how we perceive yeah. God's faithfulness in our lives. Yeah. So our faith walk is really a matter of how faithful we find him to be. Right. Our faith is only a response to his faithfulness. We don't, as I explained last week, we don't have faith. We don't just have faith. We, you know, we hear people talk about keep the faith. Well, we can only have faith in response to his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. It's a response, a response means it's always preceded by something else. A response is preceded by something else. Jesus answered because Peter had said something to start this whole thing off. So Jesus answered. Right. The fig tree was saying, I have fruit on it. 
but then he got up close and he didn't see it had fruit. So Jesus answered the fig tree. Faith is our answer to mm-hmm. Jesus's, to God's faithfulness. Right. If God isn't first faithful, we don't have any faith. <laughs> so when we say we have faith in something or we have faith, we're, we may be believing for a particular thing to come to pass, but ultimately we're believing God. Ultimately, we are believing that nothing is impossible with God concerning that area of my life. So I'm believing for a new car, but ultimately I'm believing, I am trusting that God is the supplier of my need mm-hmm. and he knows that I need a car. Yes, I'm believing, we say I'm believing for a car, but I'm not really, it's not really me believing for a car. I'm believing that God is the supplier of my need. It's what I believe about God. That's right. That's it's right. what I believe about God yes. that affects my supply Correct. of transportation. Correct. It's what I believe about God that affects my body's health. Mm-hmm. I'm believing God for my healing. Well, yeah, I'm believing God. Right. We can't just <laughs> overlook that. I'm believing <laughs> God for my healing. And it's that is him. a good place to be. Amen. If you're believing God, if you, because your faithfulness is nothing. Amen. You don't have any faithfulness yes. without, I will put it like this. Some of you are very faithful. You you do right. follow through on your word, but next to God, it's nothing. nothing. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, mm. and, and man. seriously. Yeah. You guys, it, it it's, it, it's about him. This has to be about him. So this whole thing is about approaching faith. Okay. Mm-hmm. With God in mind. Yeah. When we think of faith, we think of, we talked about this before in our faith series. It's a finished work. Faith is a finished work. Okay. So if faith is a finished work and God has given me the faith of the son of God, so he's given me something finished. So whenever I come to God in faith concerning something, it's already finished. It's already done. And from my head perspective, When I come to him in faith, I don't need to think of faith as being something that, okay, people say, get out your list of scriptures. And yes, get out your list of scriptures, meditate on certain scriptures. If you need healing, you need to be meditating on healing scriptures. If you need whatever, meditate, you know, meditate on the promises of God. The Bible says that he's given us all these precious promises that by these, we would be partakers of the divine nature through these. So guess what? These are not meant to be overlooked. These Mm -hmm. promises Mm -hmm. are not meant to be overlooked, but the promises were never meant to be obtained apart from having faith in God. Mm -hmm. The promises were never meant to take the place. Your confession of the promise was never meant to take the place of having faith in God. You speaking to the mountain was never meant to be done Mm -hmm. independent of you having faith in God. The provision was never made for you to to reap the fruit of trusting in God without having to trust in God. And we have, again, found out that there's something that we can be doing. We found out about our authority and we just got all excited and we ran out there without our uniform on. And we ran out there and wondered why the cars wanted to, why we were getting cursed out. (laughs) While we were getting cursed out and, and, and folks was trying to run us over. We were wondering why the mountain is not responding to us because the strength is not in the halt 
or how how loud I said, <clears throat> I mean, halt. I mean, <clears throat> halt. You know, it's not in how we formulate this confession of our mouth. It's not how we how we manipulate whatever, how, how many times we confess the scripture or how we said the verses or how we, it's not in that. Mm-hmm. It's in the authority. The authority of our confession working mm-hmm. is in having faith in God. Herman gave a great analogy of a toaster and I keep coming back to it because, hey, it makes sense to me. And it to me, it's very, it's very easy. Tell them about the toaster, babe. <laughs> okay. Take it away. No, I was just saying that you can put bread and a toaster, push the button down, wait for it, excited about getting that hot toast coming out of there because you're going to get your butter, it's going to melt on the toast. And guess what? It's taking a little bit of time and you wonder (laughs) like what's going on and you pop it back up, right? And you realize that it's still bread. There's no toast. Well, guess what? It doesn't. Your toaster isn't faithful without the power. If you don't have the toaster plugged in, you don't have any power. It doesn't matter how, if you do this every day, toast go down, bread go down, bread go down, every single day. That's your confession. Confession going down every day, every day, every day. I'm faithful to putting this toast in the toaster and pushing it. But guess what? If you don't have any power, there is no faithfulness in action. Your faithfulness is irrelevant. Right. You're not going to get toast until you plug it up to the power source. And you are not going to move mountains unless you are plugged up into having faith in him. Yes. Amen. So here's here's what people will say, because they've already said it. So does that mean that I should stop speaking to the mountains? Right. That's the next thing. No, what it means is you need to start declaring that you have faith in God. Mm. Have faith in the Lord. I thank you that I have faith in you. I have faith in you, Lord. Hallelujah. Because you are faithful. And I'm looking at everything. I'm just kidding. I I was doing this this morning. I tell you, I was driving to get Raquel some coffee and I was just thanking God for his faithfulness. And you know what? It stirred me up. Like I said, you can stir that pot up. Yeah, that's you can it. stir that pot yes. up. I got pots. I'm I'm all kitchen stuff now. I got the <laughs> toaster. Now I got the pot, and I'm stirring the pot. I'm stirring up my soup, right? Yeah. And guess what? My soup won't get hot, but I'm stirring the mess out of that soup. My arm getting tired too, yeah. and it's frustrating, right? Because you don't have the fire on, right. man. You got to get. You have to get. This faith in God settled in your heart so that you now can speak to mountains and mountains will now identify you as, oh, they have faith in God. See, a mountain is waiting for you to say, oh, he has faith in God. Well, you know, and the Bible says that the the earth is waiting on the the revelation, the manifestation of the sons of God. That's very true. And you know what that manifestation is? Those that have faith in him. Mm-hmm. And those that understand the authority of the one backing them and those right. that are willing to declare the word of God in faith, having first having faith in God, mm-hmm. not in their own strength. Yeah. The earth is waiting. So mountains are waiting for somebody who actually believes the word of God to please stand up. There, there, there is walking on water uh, faith yes. available. 
to get. See, you, you ever notice? How come ain't nobody else get out the boat? Yeah. How come nobody else didn't get out the boat? If I saw Peter walking on water, right. I would want to walk on water too. Right. But they didn't have faith in him. Right. Peter had faith in him. Because Peter, the only way Peter was going to get out of a boat Amen. is because he had faith in him. But guess what? He walked on water. Yeah. And guess what? He sunk. You know why he sunk? Yeah. Because the things that he saw became yeah. greater than yeah. what Jesus said. Yeah. And the things that are affecting your life right now are more important to you, meaning you have given it a greater seat yes. than what God has said. Some of you were walking on water mm. and in the middle of it, began to say, you looked at the situation and <laughs> right. you said, this is bigger than what God said. I know you said by Christ stripes, I was healed. Lord. I know you said that in your word. And I, I believe that, but because I took my eyes off right. of it and put it on these symptoms, I put it on this report, I put it on this relation, whatever it is, has taken your eyes off of what God has said. Yes. You have now given that your faith. Yeah. You now have faith in your symptoms. You now have faith in your bank account. You have faith in everything else except having faith in God. And then you're mad at God because something ain't happening. It's not him, honey. <laughs> it's you. Amen. You have faith in other things. Jesus said, have faith in God. You don't have faith in God. It doesn't mean you don't have faith. You got right. faith in something. Right. You got faith in your confession. You got faith in this symptom. Yep. Because like I said the other day, I was talking about this on Rain Life. You know what? When the doctor told you what you what you had, yeah. The whole movie played out in your mind. Yeah. The whole thing, I'm telling you, you started thinking about your life insurance. You started thinking about what you're going to get buried in. You started thinking about, well, who's going who's going who who's my wife going to marry when I'm gone? <laughs> I hope she don't marry someone. -so. I mean, all the stupid stuff went on in your mind. You know why? Because you have faith in that. If you didn't have faith in that, that movie wouldn't have played in your mind. It wouldn't have played. Amen. When you have faith in God, you let that movie play in your mind. You let the the verses of you know his the promises, promises, the promises of God. You let that get played on the inside of your yes. heart, and you let the movie go for because y'all got faith in that, man. Amen. I believe that. I'm running with that. Like a little kid. Woo, where are we going? Oh, man, we're going to Action Park. Like I said, that's a place in New Jersey. Doesn't matter. We're going to, what, Mom? We're going to Action Park. Man, my mind is gone because yeah. my mom is faithful to her word. Guess what? God is more faithful than my mother. God is more faithful than my God is more faithful than anybody else you know. I don't want to hear Even one. You. No, look, 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 <laughs> I don't want to hear one more person <laughs> say, God isn't talking to me. God is the most talkative person you can ever know. He's talking nonstop. Let me just tell you something. He's always talking. You're not hearing him. Stop saying, I don't, God isn't talking to me. Mm -hmm. How I've been praying and I haven't heard God. Mm -hmm. Guess what? God is constantly talking to you mm -hmm. in your heart. Maybe you're not listening with the right ear. You're listening for this. You're waiting for some prophet to come into town yeah. to tell you what God is telling you. And God has been talking to you right here, uh, unfiltered right here, but you're waiting for the filtered 
prophetic word from prophet so-and-so who's got the last 20 prophecies wrong, but you still <laughs> believe him and you're still giving to his ministry because he says he's a prophet. You got to be listening in here, oh, listening right here. Well, you know? look, well, look, you guys, and we are doing communion. We're going to yes. do that in a few minutes. One verse I want to get out today, Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised. Mm -hmm. The only reason why we hold fast, we hold our grip, we hold it tight. The confession, the profession of our faith without wavering is because he is faithful. Mm -hmm. And you know what really the profession of our faith is? It's declaring his faithfulness. Yep. Really, the profession of our faith is based on his faithfulness. So even before we get to the point of confessing the scriptures, confessing the promises of God. As I mentioned to our group on Rain Life during the week, it's great to start out confessing the word with first declaring his faithfulness. Because when you start confessing the word, you want to do it in view of him, in view with him in mind, with him in with 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 who he is as the foundation for your confession. Again, we only hold fast what's coming out of our mouth, our profession of faith, because he's faithful again. It's a response to his faithfulness. We aren't just holding fast a profession or a confession just to be holding fast a confession. We're holding it fast only because the one backing our profession is faithful. Mm -hmm. It's who is backing your confession. It's who is backing you speaking to the mountain that makes your profession or makes your confession worth anything anyway. If the faithful one is not backing your confession, then your confession means nothing. You can speak to mountains until you are blue in the face and you will be disappointed every time. It'll never work. The mountain will never respond to you because you have not first established in your heart that he's faithful. And when you then confess and you have not had that established, it's almost like you are always going to be confessing to something. You're going to be confessing towards something. You're not going to be confessing from the position of his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're not confessing from the position that because God is faithful, now I say body I say you are healed. I say who his own self bore my sin in his own body on the tree. Jesus, you bore it. And by the by your stripes, I am healed because father, you are faithful. You are faithful. I exalt you. I exalt what mm -hmm. you have done. I don't exalt my faithfulness. Even That's when right. I am faithless, That's you right. remain faithful because you cannot deny yourself. This is how you stir yourself up, folks. This is how you stir yourself up. This is how you establish yourself in his faithfulness by giving glory to God. Yeah. You establish yourself 
in his faithfulness, you get established, you get rooted in this faithfulness thing Mm -hmm. where guess what? When you go to God, it's never a question mark. It's never, okay, I know what I should be doing. I know I should be believing, but you know, you, you know, when you believe and you know, when you have doubt in your heart. And what I'm saying is you have to get established in faithfulness and you do it by giving glory to God. Mm-hmm. I want to say one more verse, and that is in Romans chapter four, and we'll probably pick up on this next week. But this is this is all talking about Abraham and what a rock star this man became. From Genesis, he was you know he was staggering at the promise of God with Sarah. They created an laughing. Ishmael, laughing and and falling out and everything over God saying that he was going to give him a child from he and Sarah from their loins. He was laughing. Sarah was laughing. It was a it was a, a comedy fest back in Genesis. They created an Ishmael with Hagar, but something happened between Genesis and Romans four. And in Romans four, we come all the way up to Abraham, who is now this rock star in faith. Mm-hmm. And how did he go from Comedy Central in Genesis <laughs> to faith rock star yeah. in Romans chapter yeah. four? Verse 19, Romans 4, verse 19, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. So he did not consider. Again, I've talked about this before about how, guess what? In faith, there are things that you cannot consider. There are things you've got to consider, like the faithfulness of God. That's what you do consider. And then there are things that you don't consider Mm -hmm. when you're in faith. When you're in faith, there are some things that you cannot consider to be in faith. We think about the things you got to be focused on when you're in faith. Mm-hmm. But guess what? There are things you can't be focused on when you're in faith. And in this case, Abraham was not focused on. He did not remark. He did not observe. He did not ponder. He did not perceive. All of those words are definitions of this word consider here. He didn't speak on it. He didn't focus and meditate on it and just analyze it. He didn't perceive it. He didn't try to evaluate this thing in his mind. He got to a place where he, it was like a, a, a as Herman says, a nothing burger. <laughs> it was a nothing burger after a while. He got to a point where he didn't even, he wasn't even looking at this, but to not look at this, he had to be looking at something else. That's the thing. You can't just, you know, block it out of your mind, sing a tune. That's not what he was doing. It wasn't a mind over matter thing. He considered something else and he didn't consider his own body. He didn't consider Sarah's body. Verse 20, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong or strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. That's all I wanted to cover today. But Abraham from Comedy Central in Genesis, Genesis 17, 16 or 17, and and Sarah laughing, him laughing, to to he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Giving glory to God is not just this little absent, this little non-essential phrase. Giving glory to God, you guys, is actually how he was strengthened in faith over time. Mm-hmm. He went from laughing coming up with manufacturing his own plan Mm -hmm. because he didn't see how the plan of God was going to work. He went from total doubt, total staggering, total disbelief, total, total unbelief, total carnality to staggering, not to not coming off of the promise of God, to being fixed, to being firm, 
to not considering his own body. He went from that to rock star of faith by giving glory to God. When you give glory to God, when you magnify him for his faithfulness, Mm -hmm. when you choose to enlarge him over your circumstance, without you even realizing it, faith begins to arise in your heart. You subconsciously are establishing, you're you're getting established in his faithfulness. As you enlarge him in your life, you are establishing yourself. You are getting yourself rooted and grounded in how big he is. You're, 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 you're getting yourself, you're getting it settled in your heart. How big my God is, how nothing is impossible with my God, how all things are, how, and, and, and I'm in him and he's in me and nothing is impossible with him. And he is the God. He is the same God who is upholding all things by the word of his power. The sun exists. The sun rose this morning because he commissioned it to rise. And it still remains. The earth remains. He is faithful. He is so faithful. He is so big. There is nothing too hard for Abraham, I believe, went out and looked at the stars in the sky, went out and looked at the sands in the in the in at the on the ground, on the sea, sure, whatever. And he was reminded of God's faithfulness. And he gave glory to God out of his mouth, you guys. He didn't turn on worship music. He didn't have worship music. He didn't have Bethel and and all these groups to turn on. He praised God with his own mouth. And there's something about you praising God with your own mouth that stirs up faith on the inside of you. By default, you guys, this this stirs up on the inside of you. And when you are stirred up, that's when you're in faith. And that's when you can speak to a mountain. And that's when it moves. When it, prior to you being settled on the inside, prior to you having faith in God, prior to you having magnified him and recognizing that he's the one. It's not your faith. It's not your confession. It's not your consistency. It's not your faithfulness to your faith. It's not how how well you've manufactured this thing, how many times you confessed, how many times you didn't miss, how many times you've taken communion, how many times you listen to worship. It's none of that. It's him. It's the God behind all of that. And if you don't understand that, you can kiss all of this speaking in the mountain stuff. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have to give God glory. And as you give God glory, according to Romans 4.20, you, like Abraham, can go from 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 just, you know, total unbelief, total carnality, total Mm -hmm. don't even believe God can is true to his word. I don't see how this can ever happen where you maybe have created an Ishmael of your own. Maybe you've taken matters into your own hands and done something you should not have done because you were in such disbelief. You hadn't had that surgery. You didn't have peace about it. You should have never done that. Okay, you had it. Okay, you created an Ishmael. Guess what? But you can, just like Abraham, go from total mess up to rock star in faith by giving glory to God. God always has a way. God always has a plan of redemption. So you yourself are not lost by having, yeah, but I should have. There's so many messages we get of, I, I did this to myself. 
I smoked for 30 years. Now I have lung cancer. You know, I shouldn't have done this. I should have never, you know, I was promiscuous as a kid and I, this and the other, and I did drugs and I was a horrible mother. And I was, it's, it's all this. I, I, I get your attention off of you and start giving glory to God. And you too can be strengthened in faith. You can be a rock star mm-hmm. faith to where God talks about Abraham in Romans four, like he never messed up. God, look, when you finally get in faith, when you finally have faith in him, you finally trust in him. God considers you like he considers Abraham, like you never messed up. God never throws up in Abraham's face the fact that he had an Ishmael. God actually blessed Ishmael. He said, I will bless him just because he came from you and you're blessed. Just because he's your seed, I'm going to bless him. He's not the promised seed, but he's still your seed. And I'm going to bless him too. I'm going to bless your mess up. Mm. I'm going to bless your mess up. So Mm. even if you have messed up, you can have faith in God. So being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God is how he was strong in faith. That's how he was strong. It's not a non-essential phrase. Giving glory to God is how he was strong in faith and being fully persuaded. He got to a point where he was fully persuaded. That fully persuaded, you guys, is just like in Mark eleven twenty three, 23, and you speak to the mountain and will not doubt in your heart. Being fully persuaded means you don't doubt in your heart. So Mark eleven twenty three, where you speak to a mountain and don't doubt in your heart. That is what fully persuaded looks like, where you don't doubt in your heart. He he, he was fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform. That, too, can be you. Amen. Well, before we take communion, I just want to say one thing. Who do you have faith in? Who do you have faith in? Do you have faith in God? And therefore are able to speak to mountains? Or do you have faith in you? Do you have faith in your faithfulness to confess the word? Do you have faith in your ailment? Do you have faith in your sickness? Do you have faith in it? What do you believe? Who do you believe is what you need to get down to the bottom of? And regardless of what you need to make sure that you have faith in God. Amen. Ask God, talk to the Holy Spirit and just say, reveal these things to me. Where, where have I missed it? Do I have faith in this diagnosis from the right. doctor? Because I seem to, I seem to have confidence in what the doctor tells me. I don't have, it doesn't hit me the same way when I read the Bible, Lord. Right. It just doesn't move me the way the doctor's words move me. And if I have faith in what he says, help me to redirect my faith to you. Because that's that's the only way you're going to get God answers out of Mm -hmm. this. That's the only way you're going to walk in. His authority. You don't mm-hmm. want to be in the authority of your sickness. Amen. Yeah. I, what, you, what are you going to be doing? Coming against health? <laughs> you know? So get down to the bottom of who you have faith in 
let the Holy Spirit show you how to have faith in yes. God. And like Raquel said, giving him praise, mm-hmm. magnifying him yes. is, is one of those ways you, you stir that up on the inside of you. It encourages you. It gives you confidence in what he says. When you magnify what he says, some of you will start getting out of the boat. Amen. You'll start getting out of the boat in the middle of a storm. You'll get out in the boat because you have judged him faithful. Yes. You have confidence. Well, Lord, is is it's all this wind and waves going on. But you said, yes. come. And that word transcends everything that I see, yeah. everything that I feel. So do you have faith in God? That's the question. All right, look, we don't have communion. Praise God. Now we get to remember him. This is this is part of having faith in God. Yes. We can't have communion, successful communion. Now, I say I've never said having successful communion before. But we could all eat some bread and drink some grape juice. Yes. Right? Anybody can do that. But this right here, do you have faith in this? Do you have faith in what he's done for you? Do you have faith in the fact that he broke his body for you? That because of this, that we're we're participating yes. in this right now. We're participating in the brokenness of his body so that you don't have to be broke. There was no other reason that yes. Jesus broke his body except for the fact that he knew that your body would be broken. Amen. So guess what? This is why he did it. So what has been coming against you physically for these years, these hours, what, however long it's been, this is why Jesus took those stripes on his back. Amen. It was to pay for your health. Yes. Amen. So, Father, we thank you for Jesus. Jesus, we remember what you mm. did for us. I don't remember. Listen, so let's pause. Remember him. Yes. Don't even remember, like you said, don't remember what you did wrong. Don't remember the mistake you made. Don't remember the fact that you had that surgery that you shouldn't have had, or you did that thing, you smoked those cigarettes. Don't remember what you did. Right. Remember what he has done. That this is what this whole thing is about, you guys. It's about exalting him over you. That's the whole point of communion. We're remembering him mm-hmm. in place of every to cover what it is that our deficiencies, our weaknesses, our weaknesses of making bad mistakes, our weaknesses of 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 making bad choices of 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 our sickness of our disease, any any weakness of ours. We're remembering him. How can we remember him and remember us at the same time? We can't. Right. And and many of us have tried to do that. We've we've been we we felt like there was some like there's some virtue in remembering. We almost feel like there's some virtue in in remembering a little bit of our condemnation because we feel like there's a little bit of that we have to bear. There's a yeah. little bit of that that we gotta we gotta uh, you know bear and we gotta you know it can't be that easy that if we remember him that he just it can't be that easy. But we don't understand the grace of God. It's all of we him. don't understand the grace of God. This is in your place. Yeah, it should have been you. Yeah, you were you 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 
you should be bearing the consequence of sickness and disease in your body. But he took that. He's not teaching you a lesson right. by sickness and disease. Sickness mm -hmm. and disease is from Satan. It's from the pit of hell. Yeah. God is not teaching you anything through this. We have to remember him. God would not have placed the disease that is trying to come against you on his son to then turn around and have you pay for it too. That's double jeopardy. Charging someone for something twice. I'm not going to take on what Jesus already paid for. Amen. I'm not going to pay for it again. So look, let's go ahead and receive this Amen. and know that you, we Jesus. are eating unto health yes. and strength and, and life restoration and, and life in our in our in physical Jesus body. Jesus name. Amen. Thank you Lord. We receive it Lord. We receive yes. every this part should of our body. Us. This should every excite part you. of our body is healed and that's the proof. Yeah. The proof is his body. Yes. That's why he wants you to take it. That's why Thank he wants you, us Lord. to take it. He wants us to be invigorated and excited. Yes. This isn't just a religious act that we're doing you guys. Yes. This is proof in Jesus' name, he's Amen. bound to that. Yes. He's bound to the broken body of his son, Jesus. He's bound to it. I am healed. He's bound to it. Yeah. And, and when you realize how bound God is by covenant, how bound he is to his word, you will get excited. You will make plans because you will understand that it is done. And you're making, Amen. And, and that's the thing. Like I, I, I've said before, maybe not to you on this broadcast, but God isn't faithful the way we know faithful. No, God has already done everything that you could ever possibly Amen. want or need. He's beyond your understanding of faithfulness. Yes, that's why we can have such confidence in Him. Yes, because He's done it already. Yes, I don't have confidence in somebody who. They haven't done it yet. Right. I'm, I mean, I hope they do, but yeah, I'm not quite sure. But when somebody's done something already, I mean, you you got full confidence in it. Yes. I mean, seriously. So look, this right here, this is the cup of the new covenant in Christ Jesus. Yes. You do not have. You don't need any more sacrifices to go on in your behalf. Right. You don't have to remember one sin of yours. That's what the old covenant was about. Made you remember your your mistakes. Right. You don't have any mistakes to remember. You just have his righteousness to remember now. And guess what? Even if you are messing up in some areas of your life, the more attention you give to this, yeah. the less you'll do that. Yeah. Focus on this. You won't do that. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Focus on the fact that you've been made righteous by the blood of Jesus. And you won't do that stuff anymore. Amen. Amen. So we thank you, Lord, for this position of righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you that we're seated at the right hand of you, right at your right hand in Christ Jesus. And thank you that we get to live the rest of our lives based on thank what you, he Jesus. accomplished. Amen. We have, we're blessed in our bodies because of what he accomplished. Amen. We're blessed in the city, in the field, everything we touch. Because he accomplished the righteousness of the law. Amen. It's been fulfilled in us. Amen. Amen. So we thank you that thank and right you now, Jesus. as we receive it, we are declaring that we are righteous. And that means nothing of sin can stick to us. No sickness either. No sickness. Can stick to us. In Jesus' cause, name. Because sickness only has access by way of sin. The sin nature. The sin nature. 
Amen. And we don't have a sin nature anymore. No more. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you so much for being with us. And man, this is exciting. Be excited about this, man. You're you're developing faith in God, and that's going to give you the right to stand out in the middle of the street and stop <laughs> traffic. Not really. You'll be able yeah. to speak to those mountains in your life. Amen. <sighs> Amen. Amen. All right, we love you guys. Love you. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.